0: money fm 89.3 best of drive time in the spotlight on money fm 89.3 Money FM eighty nine point three. Good afternoon. It is drive time. I'm Elliot Dankert. Time now for in the spotlight. You know, the COVID nineteen pandemic has been challenging for many businesses. But as we move forward, data shows the franchise industry is thriving. Now, after two years of economic uncertainty, more and more people are following their entrepreneurial dreams and taking control of their destiny through business ownership. Choosing a franchise brand helps to alleviate. Some Some of the fears as well as the unknowns of starting a new concept from scratch. It provides an estimate of initial and ongoing investment, uh, ways to find and retain employees, branding, local marketing that can drive growth in addition to a business model that's been tested. And as a result, interest in franchising is reaching an unprecedented high. 2022 is set to be a year of major franchise growth and I suppose we're just uh, slowly getting those numbers. Well, on the line with us uh, to help us understand the franchising landscape in Singapore and the region is uh, Sian Naidu, who is founder and chief executive officer for Tree AMS. Good afternoon. How are you?
1: Good afternoon. I'm well,
0: and yourself? Very good. Thank you so much for taking the time this Friday afternoon. Let's uh, talk a little bit about Tree AMS, founded and headquartered in Singapore. Uh, The company aims to exponentially increase the succession rate of uh, franchise operations scalability by leveraging on technology. Uh, Interesting. So tell me a bit about the business model. How does it leverage technology to ensure franchise scalability?
1: Okay, good question. When you franchise, it's all about replicability and maintaining consistency, um quality and uh making sure that the customer has that same experience every time they they visit a outlet whether it's corporate owned or it's franchise and when it's administered from a manual perspective it takes up a lot of manpower and it also opens up the business owner and the operations managers to a lot of potential human deviation or differences and it's really really quite hard to manage that you know that consistency within the business so what 3AMS does is that it helps the franchisor or even a multi-unit operations management uh, team actually manage their outlets in a more consistent perspective by allowing the franchisors or the business owners to look at their entire business in one single snapshot and for franchise operations managers to actually reduce a lot of that repetitive task that they have to do every day and as well, if you're a franchisee, this system allows you to get yourself onboarded quickly without the usual, uh, you know, uncertainties. And it basically when you franchise, you want to be successful mm. quicker. And so this actually helps you to uh, get yourself onboarded and get on to uh, reaching your operational break even a little bit faster.
0: Right, so it, because there there is a an amount of business building that needs to happen. You still have to get your team together. It's not a one man show. So this is sort of a it's like a semi cheat code. Let's let's get to making money a lot faster then.
1: Wow, I love what you said about <laughs> the cheat code. That's fantastic. Now I'm gonna use it with my potential clients and people who don't understand what it is. But basically it really does provide like a you know, like a beacon of light. So that you know, various stakeholders, when they're trying to build their business, help them to manage their brand quality, consistency, and also allow them to check on their group performance easily. And it's all done with a, on a single platform, so everybody gets to see what they need when they need it.
0: I can't help but be curious, you know, to try and go back a little bit with regard to your background. I mean, when you started this company, what point was it or, or what moment was it that, that made you try to to, to form this company and, and obviously fill these gaps that you've been talking about?
1: Okay, um, I spent a large part of my early career in the luxury goods marketing business. Uh-huh. But then now I've spent a larger part of this career in franchising, helping brand owners from uh, Singapore and the region grow and scale. But what happened was, you know, people think that, you know, if you build a franchise, Mm. everybody's just going to get very successful. But the reality of it is behind the scene, there's so much more that's going on. It's about franchisors knowing what's happening in real time with the franchisees and franchisees knowing what to do, when to do it and how to best implement it. And a lot of that was falling through the cracks. Okay. And so even when a franchisor successfully onboarded a franchisee in a different country, yeah. or even, even in Singapore, our franchisees think that when they onboard themselves onto a franchise, that th- their, their chances of success increase. Yeah. That is very true. But because of the distance, because of the, the reliance on the manual nature of franchising, Sometimes the information that needs to get back to the franchisor um, is delayed, and then sometimes franchisees don't do what they are supposed to do according to the instructions of the franchisor, and and you know things just go wrong. And despite best intentions from franchisors mm. and also best efforts of franchisees, franchise the franchises that grew into different countries. Still had a high chance of failure, and I couldn't understand what was the problem. And so, what really you know got me going was the fact that I didn't want to leave a legacy of you know bringing brands across and matching franchises with franchisees when their failure rate was also quite evident. And I wanted to increase that chance of failure. For franchisees as well as the franchisors, so that they could all scale happily and together.
0: Yeah, they needed the so, cheat code la, That's why. <laughs> yes, yeah, so
1: this cheat code that you're talking about is really the the genesis of all the pain that I mm. had to you know go through whenever I looked at you know people not enjoying the success that I really intended for the franchise matching to to happen. So that's why I went to the drawing board and Mm. worked with my team and my development team and we've um, gone through many iterations of this and I think finally we have something that, you know, all franchisors and multi-unit business owners in the world actually, Singapore Mm. and the world actually can enjoy to use And scale, and and it's it's really built for all businesses, large and small, new and matured.
0: We often forget that you know, with a franchise, you're buying a trusted brand, and that's actually the hardest thing to maintain. What are some of the popular brands or industries or business types that are franchised here in Singapore?
1: Oh, okay. I mean, obviously, the the first thing that comes to mind when we speak of franchising would be the food and beverage sector. Okay. But then, if you look at it in more detail, you also realize that brands like education, in the education sector, in the fitness, uh, wellness, and now a lot of services are coming into play as well. The businesses that deal with, you know, like auto care cleaning agencies, maid agencies. There are a lot of burgeoning new industries that are also tapping onto the franchise industry.
0: Okay. What are some of the advantages when you buy a franchise, you know, compared with starting a business from scratch?
1: Of course, when you start your business from, I mean, so it depends on the personality. Sorry. If you actually have a lot of management skills, but maybe a, a little bit more left brain and b- didn't actually have the luxury of learning and the, the the stuff that you're really passionate about and you wanted to get into that business. So sometimes people take on a franchise because they want to jumpstart or change their career. Then a franchise uh, model would actually help them get into that, that business mode or okay. into the industry much quicker. And then of course, um, if, if you were somebody that actually was very creative and has the stomach for risk and don't mind making a lot of mistakes and, you know, learning from them and actually believe that, you know, it's the pursuit of excellence that's important, then, you know, you could actually start a business. There's nothing to stop you from doing that. Yeah. But franchising definitely helps you to avoid a lot of the pitfalls that entrepreneurship can mm. You know, invite when you are not very familiar with the industry.
0: Yeah, it's a tempting possibility, right, if you want to be a business owner. But then comes the question, you know, how do we ensure you, you pick the right franchise to be in line with your own goals and interests? I mean, what would your advice be on that one?
1: Okay, this is a common question, but sounds easy to answer, but it's not. So basically, you need to know yourself really well. Mm. You need to know why you're getting into the franchise. You have to ask yourself the hard questions on um, if you're going to go into this entrepreneurship journey, um, are you willing to, you know, roll out your sleeves, you know, be accountable for the business and be a part of the business? Be willing to take instructions. And some people just don't like, you know, being told what to do. But if you are a franchisee, You are a franchisee for a reason. You want to learn. Um, and absorb the IT, the intellectual property that the franchisor has developed and really leverage on the success factors of the franchisor. So, so you, you need to be a certain personality yeah. to actually um, thrive in the franchise model. Of course, there are also those people who actually already have quite a lot of different business interests, but they are looking to diversify mm. their investment portfolio. And that's another reason some people would invest in a franchise. Okay. So that they could like maybe like mitigate the risk across the different business interests, mm. so really it depends on the investors' intention when okay. they seek a franchise but where do you think
0: the future of franchises going?
1: okay, so for me um I'm very optimistic um I think that with the the advent of uh, digital technology Um, we are on the frontier of a new world of franchising because you know because in the past there were a lot of even more lucrative investment options um and but of course those more lucrative investment options have also proven over time to you know have its fair share of risks and dangers and so Suddenly, people who are now, you know, at a, at a time of their life when they're ready to take on maybe a career change or maybe because their industry has, you know, become less relevant and they are now looking for a new way to, you know, make a living. Or some people who really want to, who always wanted to be their own boss, mm. they suddenly realize that, hey, with this amount of money, do I want to just, you know, put it in the bank? Yeah. Have fixed returns, or do I want to take a little bit of risk and then you know have a little bit more control over how my investment works? And in those instances, franchising can be very, very interesting for them. And franchising is not just about the money, it's also about life experience, it's also about learning new skills, management, and so you know life gets very interesting. So with technology. The way franchisors are engaging with franchisees has also changed. It's changed the whole way people get onboarded, um, how they they, they can do things remotely without actually having to, you know, do face-to-face trainings all the time. Reporting has become easier. Mentoring new business owners has also become very practical, you know, with all the Zoom calls and the availability of LMS learnings Mm -hmm. and training, and also, you know, like operation factors, like being able to conduct audits on the fly, even on your mobile or your iPad. And also even do audits remotely with video, you know, video telecom. Yeah. On, they're all, all possible. So this makes it easier and for franchisors and, and franchisees to scale their business and also gives each party and everyone in the stakeholder range, a lot more control. So, and, um, yeah, so, so I think that people are in for a lot more to, in, in terms of franchising in, in the next few years.
0: Should be quite interesting. I've been speaking with Sin nidal who is founder and chief executive officer for Tree AMS. Thank you so much for your time today. Take and have a great
1: weekend ahead. All right. Thank you. Bye.
0: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg.